Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering the live reunion fiasco heard around the internet. Yikes. Coachella tidbits. Whoa. And a lost and found Nickelodeon star. Okay, and this is episode 262. Let's go! Yeah. Oh, man. We back with another episode of Future Bachelor. Shout out to everybody out there listening. Our, you know, OG listeners, our new listeners. I love y'all. You know what we do. Um, V, it's been kind of like quiet in Bachelor Nation. So good thing we're picking up with some other reality TV news for to kind real, of fill in real. the patch other, other areas have been loud. Yeah, say. a little barrel scraping today. But we talking. We get met up. We do this. So, um... Before we get talking about all that stuff, though, V, how is everything going with you? What's going on in your life? Pretty, pretty good. I'm about to, you know, I've been I feel like I've been booked and busy this entire spring and I will continue to be. But uh, this past weekend, um, my friend Katie works for the company that owns uh, Woodford Reserve. So, uh, you know, the whiskey bourbon company. And so we went to her place. So like it was a little girls night. We did a little bourbon tasting, which, you know. Uh, you know, being the stigma that ladies don't like dark liquor. Um, some of the girls didn't like it, but I did. Um, but, and then on Saturday, I went to the Dogwood Festival, which is like one of the oldest festivals here in Atlanta. It's in Piedmont Park, and it's supposed to like commemorate when the dogwood trees are in bloom. And it's all about like art, and, you know, you've got some fair food, and you've got some live music, and the whole the whole shebang. So um, that was super fun. It was a fun day. It was like the nicest day of the weekend. So we went to that and just enjoyed some time out of doors. But that's uh, pretty much what I've been up to. What about you, pal? That sounds fun. I wanted to go to that Dogwood Festival. Um, but I've been kind of like um, doing a lot of things proactively with like acting and stuff. So Pro- oh, act. Yeah. Um, I shot some headshots this last week, um, which have been which has been amazing. Right. Um, I uh, I had my last acting class um, that I've been in for months and stuff. So wow. Um, got got my Wednesday nights back, but looking into uh, more classes and stuff. You know, right. I kind of just want to stay working. Yeah. Uh, it keeps me, I feel like, on my toes for whenever opportunity comes to knock. Yeah, you got to keep flexing that muscle, you exactly. know. Can't it's the gym. Feet. It's the gym. Yay. So, um and then uh we shot some scenes over the weekend so I did get to go out and and do a little bit of nice uh in 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 and out there in the real world and um <laughs> <The real> world. <laughs> out there it was beautiful this weekend. And then um yeah, I was actually asked we're, we're doing a show at that studio and I was asked to be in two different performances next week. So I'm like getting my lines prepared for that. Hell um, yeah. One of them is like a musical performance, also like part skit. So um I'm in that one. Definitely as well. your vibe for yeah. sure. So we uh you should come to it actually. It's next yeah, week. Yeah, I would love that. Um it's at the studio I I, I learn at I, I learn at um i don't know why i said it like that but i learned there <laughs> this is this is where i learned um and um so it should be fun uh but yeah that's what pretty much what i've been doing but why don't we get into what we talk about here which is you know all the good stuff it's that time to talk about bachelor stuff and more on our show 
I don't know. I'm working on it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, this is the show that provides all the Bachelor and reality TV drama you've been missing on the off season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette or whatever we're watching right now. Um, before we get talking about all that good stuff, YouTube, I'm going to need you to go ahead and subscribe. Smash that thumbs up button and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor or TV reality related content just like this. And if you just did, oh, man, huge shout out to you. Ooh-wee, air horns for you. Um, you know, we got to go give a shout out to our comment crew. Um, it's a little quiet there on the tubes this these uh, like, you know, a couple weeks here, but we still got a couple people, the OGs in there, um, the Nancy Drew crew, Catherine and Ann, Chelsea Allen, Marion SP. Kathleen Kent is missing this week, oh, at least no. when I was looking at the comments. But I sent a search party for her. I know, I know, but you know, it's it's typically one of those things where you know a week goes by, I I, I just miss you. You know. Um, also returning in the comments, we got Beth Wanger. Um, so shout out to you, Beth, being in there. Um, you know, she seems to be in the comments. So supporting us and um you know checking out our videos each week so shout out to you um you know leave a comment on our videos on youtube and that's how you get a shout out on the next episode um because we love you know being involved with the community you know staying in touch with you guys and um we've been doing like a comment of the week and this week's comment goes to marion sp because she Ooh. left two comments and we're just going to keep it simple this week she said her first comment was first she wrote first so you mm, know shout classic. out to you yeah you got to uh if you're first if you're not first you're last so um you got to give it to her for that one and then she also said have wanted to be that person so i'm, I'm going first yeah she's not only just first but she wanted to be that first person so we're just gonna highlight her for that oh um, yeah Miriam. also i'm gonna double that in maybe she also wanted to have the comment of the week and she wanted to be that person so now she's got she's two people she's that girl <laughs> oh that man girl. so yo you just round of applause for marion sp <laughs> comment of the week all right. Um, so, V, um, before we get into all that good stuff we talk about, just want to plug the podcast, you know, full episodes of the show with that expand more than just, you know, reality TV and, and Bachelor and all that. Go find us on wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. And um, you get a lot more of us each week. We drop weekly. So, uh, you know, just if you're in the car or a good place or some got headphones on, we're, we're nice to listen to. And, um, and in nice. case you can't watch things, um, right. you, can, you can hear us. So, V, where do we start with this week with drama and in, in all the nations? Right. So we have a little bit of, as we said, we kind of were scraping the barrel because there's just really not a ton of Bachelor Nation news this week. But right. Caitlin went on, Caitlin Bristow went on her fiance, Jason Tardick's podcast, Trading Secrets, um, which is all about, you know, like money and trading and investment and, um, you know, how deals are made and things like that. And she was talking about her different, you know, forays into reality TV and the payments and things like that and how she, I guess, was offered a measly $40,000 when she was gunning to be the next Bachelorette in 2015. And I guess she was a bit living off of just like $1,500 between um, the Bachelor season that she was on and the Bachelorette season that she was going to be on. And um, she was talking about how, like, you know, she was trying to negotiate for more and the producers were trying to make her feel bad. But she knew that Chris Soules... Um, who was the bachelor that she was on his season was probably making closer to double that, like 75 to a hundred K. 
So she, you know, negotiated her way up so that she could be more equal with some of the bachelor leads. Um, and she's talked about how, you know, because when her and Sean Booth broke up, she was able to keep the Neil Lane ring, which I guess technically Neil Lane has first rights of buying it back. So if he allows her to sell it, um, it's probably around like $30,000 um, if she's allowed to do that. But That's an interesting um, development yeah. because you don't want to just sell it and then devalue your ring, you know? Right. Um, right. I, wonder, I wonder how he goes about like if it's like maybe he has to have an offer like what's the offer that you're get you're getting it for and he's like uh actually it's pretty good price go and get that yeah uh, yeah I, I don't know yeah because especially at this point it's like so far removed from when she got it on her season and everything like that but also um, there might be like value in the ring being i mean somebody out there might want chris caitlin bristow's engagement ring as their engagement ring right right people are weirdos um they are yeah um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, well, good for her. Yeah. I mean, I did, I've been hearing them when they do their podcasts together. It's pretty interesting because, you know, she'll dive into, cause it's interesting. They both have been on the franchise. Right. Um, they, you know, got together shortly after like her on, on TV romance, like, right, you know, ended. was fizzling. So it's just very interesting to always hear like Jason kind of be, um, uh, you know, non try to be non-biased in those conversations. and Right. Stuff. Well, and he's just interesting because he comes at it with a different lens than most folks come out of the franchise, like because his background in finance and stuff. And he comes at it with like that lens and like what it looks like to be an influencer. And he's had like other different like influencers and folks like that on the show. So I just find that um, kind of cool because. I mean, I think nowadays we like look at these like folks who are like, oh, they're going on this to make this much money and like do whatever. And it's like. I don't really, you know, it, it's all on a hope and a prayer for a lot of them. Like some of them have whatever deals, but a lot of it is, you know, you have to negotiate stuff the right way. And I think um, folks are finally starting to learn how to do that instead of like maybe just getting free shit or like, you know, stuff like that. So it's it's an interesting concept for sure. Yeah. Um, well, what else we got? And are we pivoting to other reality TV? We are pivoting to other reality TV. We're going to start with Scandaval, which is still keeps brewing up. Um, so Tom Sandoval went on Howie Mandel's podcast of all podcasts, which has gotten a lot of backlash in general because obviously Howie Mandel knows nothing about the show, has like no context or anything. He literally asked like in the interview, like, who is Sheena? Like he doesn't even know who anybody is. And it, to me, it feels like, a, you know, on Tom's part, it was a move to, like, keep his story in the news and not, like, you know, other elements of the story. And it's because it was it's easy to control a situation when other people don't know the context. And so people are giving a lot of backlash to his appearance on there because he didn't really um, he didn't really, like, say much more that we didn't know. He talked about, like, him and Ariana having intimacy problems. He talked about how, you know, he was staying for the brand. So he was calling his, like, girlfriend of, you know, nearly a decade, like, his brand, you know, like, their combined brand, which just feels like a little, I don't know. Like, I mean, it really kind of directly, like, um, relates to 
what we usually talk about here, which is Bachelor. Um, You know, these couples are known for being a couple on television. And sometimes breaking that up is breaking up the brand, you know, especially when you've invested so much time in each other and people expect you to be. That's why this is such a, you know, uh, polarizing stories because he is coming out of that relationship, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. And I don't know, like, I wonder if he really knew that how, that how he wouldn't know about this stuff or he wouldn't do his research. I mean, it's more on how we to, to not have done, you know, the proper right. research on who's interviewing and stuff. But, um, I don't know though, as like, you know, I'm not as, not as a fan of all that stuff. I just think it's pretty interesting to hear someone kind of, even care about asking questions about a situation that they don't really know about you know right it's just like clout chasing because it's like obviously like this is the moment du jour and like howie mandel is trying to like hop on it without any information and i'm sure you know tom hopped at the chance to you know get his voice out there in any way that he can um and andy cohen wasn't pleased with it and um I mean, he'll get his time. Like, what is it? What does he care? Like, he's just mad because yeah, he's going like, to he, he's gonna get the reunion. <laughs> well, because they already filmed the reunion, but it hasn't been released yet. So mm. he's upset that, like, this shit is coming out prior to the reunion. Hey, that's on um, them. And I mean, not he, really adding to the conversation. He has control of the show, probably not of Bravo and everything. But, I mean, if they're just taking their sweet time to put out this reunion, I guess it's what? Because the show's still on? Yeah, I mean, it's still on. And, I mean, and, like, Andy Cohen is, like, I think the executive producer at Bravo. Like, mm-hmm. he is, like, one of the top dogs. So, but I guess, like, Tom has also, like, gone off, like, and bitched out this uh, resort in Arizona about how, you know, they, like, made a, a semi-shady post about- do you know what, how how that's that that relates though like i i, I saw the post and it was a, a, a song a popular song like, it was the it was the song for isn't it the song like the theme song for the show what what was it it wasn't it the theme song of the show like it's like whatever it was like lines from the theme song of the show or am i wrong maybe i i don't know i have to look at it again now that you say it might i knew it was familiar but i was like oh shit i didn't even think about it being the the lines from but um whatever like yeah. you know he's just dude like get out of your own way right now like you're he not- is i know he's <laughs> digging his own hole and it seems like Ariana's just moved on. She's been seen with her, or just a personal trainer named Danielle Way. Danielle Way, why Way? Um, at Coachella. So see, um, I don't want to. I, I like Ariana and him had an interesting. Uh, have it had an interesting relationship. Like you know, right. I know no one's supposed to cheat, but it's like. You know, I don't know. She's completely, you know, to be able to disengage and like be in in a whole new relationship, it looks like um, so shortly after. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like it's it's very reactive. I mean, good for her. Like, I'm not going to shame her on, you know, whatever. Get back out there. Yeah. But it just kind of it kind of shows you that she was ready to move on herself. Right. I mean, I think they both had like one foot out the door does that excuse tom's behavior no but um yeah i, I do think you know it does he definitely sh- was more scandalous with going with someone that's actually in it's like 
It's like there's so many people. And for months. Out, and for months. Yeah, but there's so many people out there that you like choose to like cheat on your girlfriend with another cast member of this sh- very popular show. You're almost at like 10 right. years of being on air. Um, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, I mean, good for them. Hopefully they're moving on. It sounds like Ariana is like better off at this moment. She got her, right. her, um, got a platform to jump off of and, you know, not really look behind her. So, um, yep. let's move on to some more reality TV stuff. So love is blind. Love is blind was supposed to have, um, uh, excuse me, their live reunion this past Sunday, uh, you know, airing at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time, and it, uh, it, it it failed. It it definitely had huge technical difficulties, and I don't think you know they then re-aired it. Um, they you know recorded it and re-aired it the next day at noon Pacific time, but like the people were like waiting for hours or like an hour or so or two um, where, you know, because it was just loading and then they like posted something to their Instagram live about it. And then that like spiraled into like Shane from season two, like went live and he was like kind of like acting a little manic and crazy. And then, you know, there was all these brands that were like definitely like dogging Netflix and Netflix, you know, they, they kind of fucked up. I mean, they had a moment to, like, really, especially because, like, I've been watching this season, and I definitely think it's slow in some parts. Like, and, like they really, like, built up this live reunion because it was going to be, like, the first time of something of this sort, and people, like, built their days around it and whatever, and then, you know, nothing. Yeah, I, I was, I was, it was funny because I was like, oh, is the love of like I, I was weird like I literally remembered that it was on live I was like oh it's live right now and I went on and it was like having technical difficulties I was like uh oh yeah. you know and then because it's like you know here we are on YouTube and stuff people go live to like thousands millions of people at a time and you, Netflix can't all the time plug in the cord like to get this connected um you know it also affects and then i did watch the reunion or tried to watch the reunion the next day and the first five minutes i was like i don't think i could watch this like it wasn't good no i I heard that it was i mean i watched parts of it like because my netflix kind of logged me out so (laughs) um but i watched part clips of it and stuff and people like you know are dogging the Lachey's as host, a lot of them are dogging mostly Vanessa. Um, but like they, you know, weren't asking the right questions. They were making, you know, a lot of like really pushing the whole, like who's having a baby, like narrative, which feels like very weird in like inappropriate, honestly, to be like asking like who's going to have the next baby as they have like Bartis, like come on the screen with his baby. Yeah. It almost seems like, like back, back, room discussions were like bleeding into like this show it's like i mean we know that's like stuff they do on the bachelor as well like they love to show people's love they want to you know be like this is the first love is blind baby like you know um 
I mean, they're, I mean, if they keep going at this rate where they're marrying people on the show and like, they're going to eventually pass bachelor probably for, um, you know, people married, but to have a kid on love is blind, that kind of solidifies you as finding actual love. Um, I mean, and TV, but I mean, Bartis didn't find it with anybody from the show. Exactly. Um, it's, it's very weird. Um, I mean, yeah. And, and it just seems like they're kind of a little out of touch, um, with, with how they're being perceived. Um, you know, by viewers and stuff, you know, I, and I, I honestly, it could be because like they were sitting there for an hour waiting, like at any moment they're like, we're going to be live. And, and then they have right. to like record this sh- whole show. Like we've done, we've had episodes like weeks where we've we recorded a whole show. We've had to record again, you know? So, and that doesn't, that means that the second show is, I mean, maybe could be better, but most of the time it's like everyone's Usually it's not, exhausted. Like the magic is gone. The magic is gone. You know, we're trying to recreate moments and stuff, and 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 that's I think probably what happened here. And it and just bled through the first five minutes. Like I, me and my girl put it on yesterday. And I was like, I can't watch this. And I'm usually the first one to want to watch these things, right? Especially a reunion show, like you know. Um, so yeah, they they kind of messed that up. Um, and I wonder, I wonder if it's going to affect, you know, Nick Lachey and, and Vanessa Lachey. Cause I think I was reading something like Vanessa had sent flowers to one of the people on there or something. To Paul, I believe. Yeah. Um, what happened? Do you know what happened with that? I think it was like to apologize or something for how she handled like, you know, the calling him out for the whole, um, the comment that he made after like him and Micah ended things being like, I didn't, I couldn't see her like being a mother, like whatever. And I think, you know, she like kind of, um, pressed at that and whatever and made him look like worse, which I mean, not really the smartest thing to say on a a reality TV show, but also like, it's very easy to like misconstrue those words and like make them a bigger deal than maybe they needed to be in that moment. Um, but I just to me, like, it feels like they didn't really get to the meat of like the the Irenas, the Jackies, the Micahs of like the people who like people who probably needed to be held accountable for some of their behavior throughout the season. And afterwards, like I know Jackie has like said all this stuff about like she wasn't sure like about, you know, uh, Marshall's sexuality or like all these different things and how, uh, you know, she went and now was living with Josh, who was uh, the other guy she was seeing in the pods and like just the different stuff that she's gone off and said um, to like kind of make Marshall look bad, which I don't I think. I mean, she's, she was a bad person. Like, yeah, you know, she so, was at least definitely on the show. toxic. And, and yeah, and then, you know, she and Josh deserve each other. They're two peas in a pod. Yeah, um, Toxica. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know why she wasn't on there, but it's probably because she just was – you know, she wasn't even trying to do the show. <laughs> yeah, they filmed like a, a pre-recorded segment, I guess, with Vanessa Lachey, Jackie and Josh did, um, which just feels weird. Like that feels like, once again, like an avoidance of the situation. But um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's just it's definitely like I feel like the, the show is coming out at the seams and I don't know how they're going to like keep going back for more because it is becoming almost like a joke in some elements with how the Lachey's host it with like just some of the behaviors that happen and just I feel like especially you keep seeing more and more like people trying to ask leading questions about what you look like and whatever and like it's just 
I feel like there's definitely folks who are, you know, there for the wrong reasons, if you will. Um, so how do you think they could stop that? Like, how, how do you get people there for the right reasons for a show like this? I mean, I think it's hard because at this point, it's just it's a popular thing. And it's similarly for Bachelor Nation, like there's going to be folks that have watched it and know when to, you know, you get the advertisements to apply for whatever city it's in and stuff like that. Um, so I think I think it's inevitable because like it's also inevitable with Bachelor, Bachelorette. Yeah, I mean, you're right. This season has been like the one the most where I, I feel like people were just there to be on TV. Right. Because they, they can get to the end of it and be like, I don't want to marry you. Well, like, because even just like Irina's behavior, like her behavior throughout like the time in the pods and even just like how she acted when they were in Mexico, like she knew she didn't like Zach from the moment they had their reveal. Like she just was trying to get more screen time, in my opinion, mm-hmm. more screen time and like, you know, trying to like, I just feel like her motives were always kind of sour and I just, I wish that that was kind of like held to test. And I guess like congrats to Zach and Bliss, um, even though like from what I was seeing from the initial beginnings of like their relationship, it seemed like Bliss wasn't into it, but I guess whatever. Um, <laughs> I guess she she really was. Um, but I mean, yeah. I feel like though, that's what they should be. They should, they should be more transparent about what the show as an experiment produces. Like, look, right. This is gets you on all aspects of it. These people, they they found love. These people, like, are more on here for television. You can kind of tell, um, you know, right? I don't know. Maybe maybe has some type of factor like that. Be like, like voting on like internal voting on people being like, are they really here for love? Or are they just here to like you know get screen time? But right. um, anything else coming out of all that? So Marshall Glaze uh, went on Nick Vial's podcast um, to talk about, you know, his time on season four of Love is Blind. And he, you know, he said how this wasn't the first time he's been engaged. You know, he had been engaged when he was like 23. Um, he had never I guess he had never watched Love is Blind before. Um, and he said he's not a big reality TV person. And he said he only really watched the season of Bachelorette for his cousin, Justin Glaze, as we know. Um, and he, I guess he was really close to Josh, too, which is crazy to think that, like, you know, they bonded so much. And then, you know, he was kind of Mr. Celia girl. Um, but, uh, but they definitely, you know, are still trying to figure out the timeline of like when Jackie saw Josh and then it doesn't matter though. Like Jackie, Jackie just like she's for the streets. It's, you know what I'm saying? And Josh and Josh is on the streets, you know, Uh, Josh is on the streets. Josh was, you know, Josh was ready to, you know, be in the streets for her. And she, I mean, you knew from like, it was foreshadowing when she was in Mexico saying how like she was worried about going back to home and like how she would like ruin it or like, I just you know, know, like how- the, the comment that was like, uh, uh-uh, was when she was talking to Josh in the coffee shop and talking about how her nipples got hard and stuff when, Oh my God. It's just like too much. Yeah, it's, just- it's like, yo, you're not a good person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you're here for, um, the wrong reasons. And, and like 
if you want to find someone that's like the type of guy you would typically go for, go for those guys. Like, you know, don't go on here trying to say you're looking for, you know, that real love of getting married and all that stuff. Cause I mean, very quickly that like all fell apart for her, um, with Josh and star, not Josh, um, with Marshall. Well, and then I guess, so uh, there's been an article that came out from business insider about mostly based on the treatment of the Atlanta cast of love is blind. So the first season, and how they talked a lot about how at first they were put like when they were doing their pod experiment, their sleeping quarters were like these trailers and they had to get moved from the trailers to a hotel after they complained about like seeing cockroaches, worrying about like they had built out like these crazy bunk beds for them in these trailers. And it just like, you know, they were all slammed into them. Um, and they were talking a lot about how the treatment from producers and like PAs and stuff about how they would pretty much just ice them out. They were told to like not interact really with the contestants to like kind of like get them on edge. Like if they were like, you know, in between things or like moving from, you know, whatever to whatever, like even if they asked like, do I look okay or whatever, they would just not respond and how I guess they worried about the like, uh, if they had a sufficient enough like amount of food and water. So it was like, it sounds like that first season, they definitely like, you know, didn't have either enough money to back it or something and they were just I mean you just on. don't know it's your first time doing a show like that's why the first season is going to be I mean <laughs> obviously it's so successful that we're about to start a fifth season like you know right um it, it's just like you don't know how to run things until you do so um so all the things that are wrong with the first season are all the things that are wrong now with like the fifth season of why you know, we can't go back to those original days. So just appreciate the first season <laughs> before you know, what it and is. The first season has like one of the strongest couples, like Lauren and uh, um, Cameron. And yeah. I was seeing uh, that there people were saying that they should be the new hosts of the show. They should. I mean, they're a success story and they're charismatic. And I just think that they would have a better time relating to the contestants than Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey, who just like to talk about their own fucking love life too much yeah well guys um that kind of does it for um this week with reality tv and and all that stuff um what do you think do you think people should be making more money off these bachelor shows and negotiating better contracts let us know in the comments v thinks yes um what do you think uh about tom sandoval going on howie mandel do you think um he's making his life any easier by talking about it. Should he just lay low or what is, what should he do? Let us know in the comments. Um, is Ariana moving on a good thing or a bad thing? It's probably a good thing, but let us know what you think. What do you think of love is blind and the reunion and all this good stuff? Do you think love is blind? I don't know. Let us know in the comments below and make sure you're checking out the podcast everywhere. All right, guys. Um, well V, why don't we get into something we like to do around here called quick hits. What do we got? Yes. So first weekend of Coachella was this past weekend, which, as most people know, that's like the big weekend for most of the stars. That's where they're, you know, out there in full force, you know, the whole bit. Um, Bad Bunny performed, and so Kendall Jenner was there, and they were hanging out and, you know, being caught on each other's Instagram stories and, like, being caught out in crowds watching shows together and, like, showing some PDA. So all the Benito stands out there are upset because it just really – solidifies what they don't want to be true is that he is with Miss Gringa of Gringa's Kendall Jenner. Um, But uh, also there was um, other PDA 
with Sean Mendes and Camilla Cabello. And I guess they uh, they have come out and said that they are not back together. They're just good friends. But I don't know. I think, you know, I saw some a video people, of them dancing and him pushing her off of him. Yeah, it looks like they were a little, you know, they were a little handsy, a uh, little kissy, little fun. Um, so I don't know. Maybe, you know, sometimes you just need a fun time friend. Who's to say? Not with your ex. Not with your ex. I agree. But um, Frank Ocean disappointed a lot of uh, a lot of festival goers because of his tardiness with um, his set. Um, and they, you know, he like, I guess there, there was said that he had some last minute, you know, different like rearranging and things that he was trying to do um, and that he that the stage and the band obscured most of the view of him and everything was kind of random. Folks were pretty upset about that. And um, it's been all over the internet about how, you know, he didn't really come. And this is like his first time performing like six years. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. He usually comes out and he's pretty um, clean with whatever delivery he's doing. So it's not a good look when, you know, you haven't been seen in a while and it's kind of rubbing people the wrong way. Like people, people will like lean into all your weirdness and all your like, um, you wanting to be quiet and step away for a while. If you, when you come back, you're you on come point. back with a roar. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is, is he just, is was he only there for that? Is he coming back for night two or weekend two? No, for weekend two. I'm pretty sure. So we'll have to see. I was what hearing that he wasn't. Like. Huh? I was hearing it. It wasn't going to be Yeah, I was hearing that too. So I don't know what that looks like or if they're just going to replace him or what. So what else Uh, we got? But uh, so some photos, first looks of Wicked have come out this past week. But before any of that happened, folks have been, you know, expressing uh, worry and concern for Ariana Grande, who is playing Glinda the Good Witch in the new Wicked movie. Um, saying that she looks unhealthy because she looks thinner um, than she was, I guess, in 2020, which she had. So she went out, made a video on TikTok saying how she's like, you know, I don't really think anybody should be commenting on anybody's bodies, no matter what their size are, what they think, because like you don't really know what healthy looks for people, because what you guys are comparing to saying it was my healthiest was when I was on a bunch of antidepressants and drinking and Like, you know, I just was at one of the lowest points of my life and wasn't really looking good. And I think, you know, she's just someone who's like really petite and like she's just really like just a small figured person. So it's just kind of crazy, you know, how the pendulum swings in like the body positivity movement back and forth of um, what folks consider. She's like definitely in that in that in that space because. It's hard. Like, it really is, especially when you're, like, that famous and stuff. Like, right. she's already a petite girl. Um, who knows what she's going through or whatever. You know, and and to be honest, I, I don't know if, like, she's always been skinny. It's just, like... She's always been small. She's just very small. Yeah. She's, like, and maybe it's like, five could, foot. She's, she's like, very, doing something new with her eyebrows and her hair, which could be kind right. of, like, making her she look... She looks different because she had to, like, bleach her stuff for, for the role. Yeah. So... Like, it's going to change the way your face shape looks when you don't have darker features 
framing your face a certain way. So right, and she's like, like, you know, at least she's being transparent. You're getting these pictures of her where she's like not Hollywood glam, superstar glammed up. You know, right. perfect lights, the filters, all that stuff. Like, give it a break, people. Come on. I know it's just crazy. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm I'm hoping everything's good with her because we. We do mess with Ariana here. Yeah, we love, we love, she we keeps the lights about, on. Yeah, she did keep the lights on for a while. Um, and, uh, but it's been a while since we've heard from her. And, and then she's like one of those people that's just trying to lay low, like, you know? Because she's like very busy, like, filming this fucking movie. It's like, it looks like it's going to be quite the, quite the thing. So, yeah. um, what else we got going on? Anything so there's else? a lot of rumors that Reese Witherspoon and Tom Brady were dating, um, because, uh, you know, Brady and Giselle finalized their divorce and Witherspoon and her husband of almost 12 years, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> um, announced that they were separating last month and they filed for divorce in March as well, end of March. Um, but I guess, you know, they're just, they've never even met. So it's kind of crazy that people were just pairing them together because it was like, well, they're both single now. But I don't know, like Reese Witherspoon and Tom Brady feels like a weird I don't know. It feels like a weird match to me. But. I don't. I don't think so. Reese Witherspoon is a hottie. <coughs> I mean, um, yeah, they're both parents. They both have, you know. Although this is like her second divorce, right? Yeah, this is. This is. So I don't so, know. I don't know about that. Like, is two divorces a red flag? I. It might be. I mean. Are we divorce shaming now? I mean, I don't want to divorce shame, but. I mean, I think it's better to be divorced than in a marriage that you don't want to be in or that is like. But not two making... times, like that's just like, I don't know. There's just two times. One time, I can maybe be like, okay. But you would think you would be very careful the second time around. You would think. Um, you would think. Um, yeah. Anyways, what made you yeah. go yikes this week, Veronica? Besides uh, <clears throat> multiple divorces, uh, Drake Bell, known for. His, uh, you know, this is a weird one. This is a weird one. Uh, he known for being on Drake and Josh on Nickelodeon and other things. Uh, he, I guess, was reported missing by the Daytona Beach Police Department um, uh, last Wednesday. And then then the next day, I guess he, the Daytona Beach Police said Bell was in contact with law enforcement and was safe. And he tweeted out. He's like, you leave your phone in the car and don't answer for the night and this, which with a laughing emoji, which feels like what was he doing? What was the deal? Um, I don't know. There's been allegations about him like with like child endangerment, abuse. Yeah, it's kind of weird with that guy. Yeah. And then he moved away to another country and started singing in Spanish and shit. And then now he's back in Florida, which I mean, if anywhere in the United States, Florida makes sense. Um, Yeah. But I hope he gets some help because it seems like he's a little, little unstable. But yeah, it was it was strange because it was like I got the breaking news notification, everything being like Drake is missing, and I was like, what? No, um, that's his fault. Yeah. So. No one just leaves their phone in the car and like starts freaking out. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's because he also has a past of like being, you know, sort of as I said, unstable. There was a weird or- detail that came out like he was last. Like 
his last known location was by like a like a middle school or something yeah, like that. I I'm saw like, that. that's a weird thing. That's to- a weird place for someone who has like different like child endangerment like or minor related allegations on him. Not a place I would want to be. Which found makes around. me think like it's a domestic dispute. Something to do with his wife and him having issues, and she like said some shady shit like to the cops. Like I don't know. I don't know. Being like, yeah, well, you know that that all that stuff. You're like, Last time I saw him, he was by middle school. It's like, damn, damn. Um, yikes. So he's not missing, or he's, he's been found. found. Um, so I don't know. Yikes. Uh, well, V, I do have a question for you. Sure. What are you watching? Well, um, I was watching Love Is Blind. Um. Didn't even try to watch the reunion at time because I was catching up still. Um, and then, as I said, my Netflix logged me out because I use my family's Netflix and they're based in Chicago. So I don't know if it's like just a bug or something or if it's like part of like how they said that they're going to actually, you know, crack down on password sharing. So um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and then I also watched Riverdale. I sort of touched on it last week, but I like really got into catching up on it this week. And it's the final season, and it's more cracked out than ever. It is just like they're back in the 1950s. They are hitting like the Emmett Till case. They're hitting like being gay in the 1950s. They're hitting like all these random things. Are they jumping the shark? They've jumped the shark like forever ago. They're just, like, so far over the shark at this point that... And it's funny because, like, the entire cast, like, just makes fun of it at this point because they're all like, whatever. This is, like, ridiculous. Like, our chains are about to be... At this point, like, I think they're pretty much either done filming or almost done filming. And they're like, our chains will be freed. Like, we'll be free of this ridiculous-ass show. But, yeah. But, but sorry, I've yeah. got a question for you. Yeah. Um, what are you watching? Um, I, I've been watching, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start writing down my stuff again. Um, it was hard for me to remember, but I do remember I watched the movie like Amazon prime. Yeah. You've been on an Amazon prime kick. Yeah. D- did I write this last week? Tag. You might've, <laughs> or like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> no, if it's the same movie, then I feel really bad, but no, it I didn't last week. You didn't write this last week, but you definitely have watched it in like a few weeks ago. Uh, I don't know. Um, I watched tag in the last week. Um, there's some pretty good movies on Amazon prime. I was like pretty like, you know, for a while I'm like, what are these movies on prime? But I think they've been getting better of like getting the movies on there. Right. And, um, tag is one of those ones that I feel like was like went under the radar but you know it has like it's, it's got John Hamm, Mizzou made. Yeah, I I feel like this is deja vu or something like that because I just was watching Born Legacy, and you okay. got what you got what's his name in there, Jeremy Renner, and then coming off of that movie to see him in Tag, and he's playing like this character that's never dude. been tagged before. Yeah, have you seen it? I haven't like watched it all the way through. Oh, dude, Park. you gotta watch Tag. It's funny. Well, I'll, I'll be on Amazon Prime because Marvelous Mrs. Maisel has started their, their new season. So maybe after I watch an episode of that, I'll hop on and watch Tag. So. Yeah, no, it's it's really funny. I mean, he plays this character that's never been tagged. So it's like these tag scenes where they try to tag him, and they're Early adults. They they play this this same game of tag they've been playing for thirty years every May. There, it's like there's no safety. Like they could come out of anywhere. They're living in different cities and stuff. So this game of tag during the month of May, 
they all have to remember that the game of tag is they have on. to be on high alert <laughs> it's just really funny one of them's wife is like way too intense she's like it's like a mixture of like all the best movies too it's like a mixture of like the hangover the mixture of like wedding crashers um you know um jeremy renner's in there acting like an avenger in the tag game love so it. it's like love it. they're all like doing these crazy things and it's got hannibal burris it got what's his name from um new girl um, oh uh um jake johnson the one who plays or is it no or is it matt it's Max? the one that plays the boyfriend oh so jake that, johnson that the everyone one who loves. plays nick yeah nick yeah. So check it out. Tag is a great movie um, on a Amazon Prime right now. Well, Vee, why don't we get into our Slapper of the Week? Slapper of the Week. This song slaps. <laughs> this week's Slapper of the Week is the return of the Mostis. Or people call him the Postis. Post Malone. Oh and his song Chemical. It's a good song. It is a good song. I mean, I was like... I was kind of sad. I felt like Post Malone would like kind of fell off there for a year. I don't know what they were doing to him, but he seems back. He seems happy. He seems focused yeah, on. Yeah, because he's like sober now. I'm pretty sure. Is he really? Yeah. Good for him, dude. Um, you know, going sober will will definitely change things in your life. So I'm I'm glad to see him back. Um, if that's the case, it's a very appropriate name for a song, Chemical. Um, but it's very Post Maloney. And um, if that's a no baloney, it's post Maloney. No baloney. That's a very post Maloney. Um, so check it out. It's on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist. Post Malone is back. I'm excited to hear more music from him. Me too. Because like you know, what is he? Like what kind of artist is he? I, He's I, like a rapper ish. Rapper, like you know, that's so crazy. But then he has does have that song, um, Wow. Which is like a rap song. I I I want to hear more kind of songs like that mixed with these like, like I don't know your Fallout Boy type songs or whatever these are. Like pop punky. Yeah. So I I do like that he's an artist that can be both, Uh, kind of like a Machine Gun Kelly, but like way better. Um, (laughs) So yeah, uh, check it out. Uh, V, do you have any shout outs this week? Yes, I wanted to shout out uh, a belated birthday shout out to friend of the pod Alma. Um, happy birthday to her <laughs> yes yeah um and then i wanted to shout out my friend katie for hosting a fun girls night bourbon tasting situation yeah i miss katie um well i wanted to shout out uh first i want to shout out my teacher um rob Mello. he asked me to be in this like um and part of the play like there's like different writers different directors and stuff i don't know if he wrote it but i think he's directing it either Mm way um he asked me to be in it so i'm playing a doctor in it and then um and then in my friend i want to shout out my friend chase who's also was in my class but also he's um doing like the halftime show for it and he asked me to be the dj for his skit um his performance and everything so we made a song this weekend which was pretty cool that's awesome. Um, I made the beat for it. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's going to be a pretty cool little show next weekend. So um, shout out to them. Woo! V, do you have any fun plans this weekend? This begins my round of bachelorettes. I'm going to Nashville this weekend Woo! for a friend of the show, Taylor Marie's bachelorette party. Mm. You know, going to be in my space cowgirl best. Uh Taken on Broadway, oh, yeah. um, you know, living living it up. 
Dope, dope. Um, I don't have any plans this weekend, but I would like to be outside if it's nice, you know? Yeah. Amen. Hell yeah. Well, guys, I hope you guys have had a good week and you have a good rest of your week and weekend until we talk to you again. But you know what it is. It's your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.